listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. He came back and shot. He shot him. When he came back, he shot and he fell, stumbling past the shadow wood, down, shot, dying, dead, to full halt. At the bottom, bleeding, shot dead. He died then, there, after the fall. The speeding bullet tore his face and blood sprayed fine over the killer in the gray light. Pictures of the dead man are everywhere and his spirit sucks up the light. But he died in darkness, darker than his soul and everything tumbled blindly with him dying down the stairs. We have no word on the killer except the claim he came back from somewhere to do what he did and shot only once into the victim's stare and left him quickly when the blood ran out we know the killer was skillful quick and silent and that the victim probably knew him other than that aside from the cake sourness of the dead man's expression and the cool surprise in the fixture of his hands and fingers we know nothing hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a wednesday late wednesday night well not real late but kind of later than normal uh doing the show and we got to hop off after a while because we got to be on uh black astronauts super packed black black panther review so uh let's get right into it the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and you can find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews and search the black owl tips we appreciate everybody leaves the reviews uh as long as they're nice we'll read them on the air on saturday morning when we do our feedback show um you can also support us by going to our sponsors and going to our store the show is brought to you by shadow dog productions they are a uh audio play and movie and entertainment uh company they put out videos on youtube they have movies they have audio play albums and on the audio plays karen and i are on a couple of albums we are one is called the best of Rod and karen you can find it on spotify and title uh you can find it on amazon you can find it on uh, uh where you buy album music and you can also um find our other album sunspot and other ratchetness we appreciate take people to take the time out to listen to those we do they are reviews. hilarious we had a ball doing them and also uh don't forget to go to our store this is uh uh we have a t public store people often ask where i get my t-shirts i get a lot of them from t public um and they have sizes all the way up to 5x mm-hmm. they have different styles they have hoodies they have mugs they have everything and right now to the end of black history month everything's on sale if you use code tbgwt138102 um and everything's on sale in the store um 30 off so um and they also often have public just like wide sales for the site anyway mm-hmm. um so yeah make sure you guys check that out tpublic.com and i want to thank the fans who've taken the time out to go yes um, because we are getting so much good feedback from them um they have been so helpful yes they have um when we put the designs on um t public uh and i don't know maybe just for other podcasters that want to put some products on there correct but uh you know they were very communicative like they were uh, communicative they communicated a lot with us uh get emails from them like th- their staff is outstanding they have a creative art team that like helps with your design like they took our design and took the borders off of it so it can go 
know directly on the shirt with no like Border. thing behind it right. um they did stuff like uh created an ad for us mm-hmm. um and they said the reason i said they said do you want uh they'll ask us like do you want us to do such and such and i'm like you know one we've never worked with a t-shirt person that's ever been this um helpful helpful right so i was like well i mean yeah if y'all can do it you know just let me know what y'all need from us and you know when they hit me up with the ad it's like would you like us to make some ads for you and i was like sure i don't know exactly what it would say i know we want to do something with black history month and they Mm -hmm. were like um look with the way y'all are selling y'all can have anything y'all want so that means you guys out there in podcast land thank you so uh, much right you guys really made an impact you're really out here uh copying and your stuff looking good mm-hmm. uh we love the pictures of you guys on social media and stuff thank you so much yeah uh, for going to t public and you can just go to t public and put in tvgwt in the search bar it'll take you right to our store and all the designs we have up and yep. we're still looking for artists if you want to mm-hmm. put up stuff you know we don't have stuff for spinoff shows really so mm-hmm. like um if you want to put up art for for balls deep or something like Mm -hmm. that we have that if it's just something you hear on the show that you you know think is funny or something like i said black twitter csi or um you know just running jokes that we have right Um, because we know out of all the listeners because we see the numbers y'all it's a lot of talented folks out there don't be scared because sometimes i think people are scared and frightened don't be scared don't be afraid go look at tpublic.com and look at some of the ideas on some of the shirts and maybe you can see what we're talking about but you know we have some funny ideas that come through the show like you know chad with bozeman being the black history the movie you know yes. like someone could you know that could make an easy couple bucks just hitting us up and and we put it on a shirt and sell it so anyway just some ideas for you guys out there tpublic.com is where you go and uh code tbgwt one three eight one zero two. I'll put it in the show notes as well, since that code is kind of clunky. Yeah, we can't tell you guys uh thank you enough. It means the world, and I'm just excited. People getting their stuff. I see people in the chat room saying that they've ordered stuff, and a lot of them said it's really, really quick. Mm-hmm. They was like the customer service is great. You don't want any, any problems. You know, I know it's a lot of y'all been like, I've been wanting a mug, I've been wanting uh, a keychain, I've been wanting a t-shirt for a while. Now is your chance, right? so um thank you guys for taking the time out to to do that because it helps us out a lot um all right let's get into the show okay guys um shout out of course to uh a couple more black panther thoughts before we get started oh shit what happened um number one i cannot wait for this halloween when white people get to cosplay Andrew, agent voss the cia agent i can't wait it's gonna be great oh he's gonna be lit you know they get out the, they could be claw yeah they could be that dude after the after the credits they could be doing the people after the credits the uh those are all the four white men that have speaking lines in the ah! movie they can be any of those four and then also i mean and people keep calling the movie racist like oh it's no black white people and it's not it's not enough white people in it first of all there's at least four white men that have speaking lines i count it secondly uh we let y'all keep most of y'all arms so what the fuck is the problem come on i mean look four white men six arms close enough i don't understand why y'all are always so upset it's just ridiculous always being divisive we let andy circus finally play himself all right himself dog and let him coon it up real good too we didn't even call him back yes honey i was here for him 
and honey my crazy ass like i said people talked about andy suckers for years and i always thought andy suckers was a nigga don't ask me why because I, I guess i only seen him in caesar and i was like that that's a good nigga face so i didn't realize he was a white man until recently so y'all welcome is what i'm trying to say Mm-mm-mm. um all right uh wendy williams has to take a three-week leave from her show because she says she got uh she's dealing with thyroid thyroid issues and graves disease oh Mm -hmm. that ain't no joke yeah apparently you know when she passed out during a live broadcast of a talk show halloween 2017 you know that was like a sign or whatever they probably ran tests and stuff like that and found this out huh yeah so she said she got prescribed three days three weeks of vacation and um she canceled several of the last week's shows due to the flu-like symptoms um so you know we'll see what happens um to there she also made a joke saying that she wanted here to the three-week sentence and i'll be back in two i'm not an heiress who's gonna pay my bills are you serious i'm just saying i come from the working class so uh it's also funny because she had just called said beyonce needs um auto-tune because she's terrible at singing so i don't know maybe the hive came for her and she just said i need to just take a break and get out of here before i make it any worse come on i know she's such a troll yeah she really is uh cinemark uh shout out to black panthers fans all the black people that went to the theater this week Mm -hmm. cinemark the movie theater chain um is starting february 22nd no longer gonna allow large bags in the in the in the movies they must have sold zero popcorn none mm-hmm. of them sodas moved <laughs> they was like all these people here ain't nobody coming to the concession stands 234 million dollars worth of sales 45 dollars 76 cents worth of uh concessions i think i saw on uh twitter <laughs> <laughs> you know that was like we got popcorn going to waste but i smell hot sauce and fried chicken and greens they do have exceptions to the rule medical equipment bags and diaper bags so it just means we got to start uh sneaking diaper bags into the theater that's what's gonna happen man where's your child uh look y'all said y'all don't check diaper bags is this a problem or not i, I read the fine print come on y'all didn't say i need a baby <laughs> you did not say a baby had to be included with this exchange people gonna be bringing oxygen tanks and inside it's just gonna be fucking like <laughs> soda open up that oxygen tank and pull me out some coke i know they're gonna hit go like you know you could chill that oxygen tank come on home. everything gonna be on ice Mm-hmm. like let me go ahead and get uh go ahead and hand me some of that jerk chicken out of that uh diaper bag come Thank on you, baby mm-hmm. um camilla cabello had a moment of insecurity at the blue ivy carter told beyonce to calm down during her grammy speech now camilla cabello is one of the girls from um what the fuck was the name of my group fuck what was the name of my group i used to fuck with them um um well she was the racist one that's what i remember they had a, <laughs> somebody said fifth harmony yeah that was my group okay. fifth harmony they and she was the racist one she like got caught saying the n-word saying racist shit about her, her um uh the girls in the group and shit so anyway she tried to make it sound like um blue ivy somehow fucking um bullied her um you grown ass fucking woman a six-year-old um yeah uh because everybody knows the famous gif where 
beyonce and jay are clapping and, and man, i didn't know who you was and blue and blue tells them to put their hands down uh stop clapping uh i think she did know who she was uh, i think she said mama that's the racist one no we don't clap for that <laughs> uh so yeah she said uh the 20 year old was on the radio one breakfast show on monday that's about it you don't want because you go out the blue you might as well win out the beyonce when uh nick grimshaw asked her about the quick moment she said do you think she didn't like my speech what do you think that means i had a moment of insecurity i surprised myself i literally had to stop i can't think about what she was thinking but i feel like she like she'd like me nick 33 tried to make the singer feel better about being bullied by the little girl girl we all been there telling her i think she was over the applause interrupting your interrupting your speech uh i think she was saying to her mom and dad she's not finished she's still talking i think she was like be cool camilla summed it up by saying thank god i didn't look down at the crowd while that was happening but you just said i'm gonna tell you what happened after the speech she didn't know this should happen right it gift and she was like oh my god and then it bothered her like like i think that when she was the butt of the joke Mm -hmm. that's when it but i mean because i'll look aside you're doing your job you're not actually looking and staring at a child doing the middle of your speech you might be looking around you may have caught something but i've been on stage before where you out speaking to a group full of where you out you you're you're on the stage looking out you you don't catch everything so i guarantee you this happened after the fact and ma'am you're a grown-ass woman this is a child she also said that in her speech dreamers built this country so maybe that's what blue was saying like mama you taught me that slavery was how this country got built so you know and 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 my thing too and like i said i'm a i'm gonna I'm tell you my bias i'm very sensitive to this mm-hmm. why are you coming after this little black girl mm-hmm. like i'm i'm sensitive to that shit like why are you acting like this child is bullying you you grown ass woman right i agree uh so yeah that's how i mean it was just you know i understand still feeling some kind of way about it i mean you're a human being you can't help it the gift Correct. went around the world and everything but you're also a racist human being so you know and this just almost justifies you could have said nothing Mm-hmm. so i can't feel but so bad for your ass because you know you racist you know that's not okay yeah and, and and not not that kids can't be assholes and shit like that you know a lot of people got assholes for children that's not the point it's the, it's the point that you are supposed to be professional and that's a child Mm-hmm. so you know good luck to your racist ass i don't really have a lot to say Mm-mm. tony braxton confirmed her engagement to bird man mm-hmm. they, it's finally been confirmed guys um gonna be a lot of hand rubbing at the, at the wedding easier to file bankruptcy together i guess Apparently so. that's what a lot of people were saying so good luck uh to both of them it's like the world's worst kept secret because <laughs> everybody already thought they would have anyway. this kind of like bobby and whitney getting together when you kind of realize like oh wait she must be kind of into this shit too mm-hmm. like i thought all this time i've been holding her at high esteem because she's not a wear dress and get a nice haircut and maybe she out here just thug life in as well now it's my uh pre- uh me it's my uh prejudice you know mm, uh you know i would i wish them nothing but the best my baby i don't want you to be uh, uh going back in your archive singing them songs after something done happened what you mean she gonna be like seven old days <laughs> and not a word from you I, I, don't, I don't want you to go through that baby 
Mm, we'll see hopefully everything will work itself out guys yes like i said i don't wish them nothing but the best me too you know Birdman is a uh, is uh let's just move on uh all right let's see what else is happening in the world um in the uk uh kentucky fried chicken has had to close more than half of its stores mm-hmm. oh wait let me turn the volume up i forgot i turned the volume down from yesterday um uh, but yeah they closed more than half of their stores um because they're out of chicken karen that's right what out of chicken you heard me you mm-hmm. call kentucky fried chicken chicken in the name it is in the name okay they also aren't in kentucky oh wait is this one of these it's not it's just the words oh, this is terrible oh so there ain't nobody talking oh you... i wanted you to hear because they actually interview people about the chicken okay oh, oh as you get further along in the yeah. video okay Sad. okay wait here here's one of the kids they talked to about the chicken this is a. She was amazing. My reaction is angry. Oh. Sad. And disappointed. Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Very hungry. It's a chicken place, so they should have enough chicken. Like, they should be able to store it. Ridiculous. It's what? Ridiculous. It's a big chain, so oh, it does seem excellent. unbelievable, really, that all the chicken as farmers surely there's enough chickens i don't know <laughs> now i don't know what uh these kids would do if they got introduced to having to wait on popeye spicy because <laughs> oh they would have they would have a riot <laughs> they'd be in a this is ridiculous i'm angry sad and disappointed oh that'd be so bad yeah it's gonna be a wait on spicy Mm-mm-mm. this is ridiculous come on what is your chicken uh shout out to to them though i don't blame i be mad too they're like um it's other places around here that sell chicken and they ain't ran out no because i guarantee you kfc ain't the only chicken place over there dallas mayor asked the nra to move their annual convention to another city good yeah they don't want them problems yeah that's what that boiled down to the nra is, is uh, not that they didn't have a bad name particularly with that scoop shooting and shit like that and this is big for texas because texas is the carry me gun state the whole state is a gun mm-hmm. you said i'm sad by the time every time it's about the fact every time we turn around there's some type of gun violence he added if they move the event that could cost dallas as much as 40 million dollars some people estimate uh, he says he's a strong believer in Second Amendment, but said the NRA has a national responsibility to address this madness now. Yeah, because they're part of the problem. Like, they want no regulations, no rules, no background check. They just like, fuck it, put a gun in everybody's hand. You're like, that's not realistic. Yeah, this reminds me of the pressure that welled up under Obama. And, you know, obviously to no avail at the Newtown, mm-hmm. but it was like... There has to be a balance, because you're not going to take the guns away, so it's a... We got to meet somewhere, and they're like no to every fucking thing. And I'm also finding it interesting. Uh, Donald Trump held a like listening session with students from the school. Yeah, um, I know he said something dumb. But he chose to only have it with the students who were not against, who were not pro gun control. Of course. So you know, and literally they had a picture of it in his hand of the notes that he had 
and the notes on there were just i can the only word i can choose to use for it is is basically offensive that he could even be so stupid and callous that he needed a reminder to basically be human you know to to like listen to the people and shit um rather than the because he's never had to listen to no what listen bitch i do what i want to do right um yeah the note said uh on it unless it's photoshopped or something y'all tell me but it's hard to believe it's not with this president number one what would you most want me to know about your experience two what can we do to help you feel and then something and then lastly the fifth one was uh i hear you like he had to be reminded to say that and my thing is that he was stupid enough to walk out on stage with it in his hand in plain sight because he probably can't remember it versus folding it up or sticking it in his pocket or something like that or having it disguised in something else this is why they believe that there's crisis uh actors in these things you know this is why they believe in that shit because they don't have the empathy that a human being should have about you know kids getting killed in the school they gotta and actually you know, care the, right that president needs to be reminded to <laughs> to fucking cry or to act like there's some level of empathy for these people in the room and yeah, you know these people lost their kids i felt bad for them because they were essentially used as pawns right but more importantly like he only allowed the people in the room that he knew he could control correct and that's that's the big illusion of this president is he only goes he only can be in situations where he has total control of the room or else the the obvious unpopularity of this motherfucker escapes his per his his reach and his control and then it becomes obvious you know? right that's why he gives speeches and somebody's a question he'll fucking just walk out of the room in the middle in, in the middle of questioning and shit like that you like that's why he still what? was giving rallies and shit because you can control those people they show up they got make america great again has they love you you know president obama never had no fucking rally as president no like, president has you know like like he still wants to control the optics of looking I, he go he retreats to his golf course every fucking weekend because that's a place where he can control he, mm-hmm. the people like him there but he can't go out in the general public of america because people know he ain't shit and you know i feel bad for those people those parents those those students that survived it because you know they were i mean <sighs> i don't want to say anything mean about them so i'll just say they were clearly struggling with the loss of loved ones and the traumatic situation they had been through Mm -hmm. but they were also planted there to say stuff like you're doing a good job thank you for the direction the country is going and these other empty platitudes towards the man um and we should listen to voices on both sides and you know we you know that was the most they could go they would never say gun control they would never say mm-hmm. we they were you probably know. told not to say those words and stuff like that and there right. are a lot of parents that are highly upset and they and every time they put a camera in their face they go fuck that nigga they right. is upset right and so. students too and i don't blame them right it's just that kind of stupid shit where you just like what like what's going on you know uh, by the way also florida house approved a bill to put in god we trust in our public schools and they also po- did a bill to ban por- try to ban pornography or declare po- pornography a public health crisis but this is at the same time they refused to vote on assault weapons ban to even bring it to to the as an issue to discuss the same people that's watching pornography trying to ban this shit i'm saying 
they refused to talk about assault weapons ban something that killed 17 people right because they wanted to but, quote unquote but get they back declared to normal. I, I, honestly at this point I, I at some point during that conference today i expected uh trump to point to an ar-15 and let him speak you know like that's how much republicans love and worship guns that like i expect them to point and be like and what's your point on it and it's like well as a bank stock american i believe that we should be allowed to shoot as many people as we need to i mean what if you know they're talking about arming teachers and shit like teacher not prepared like y'all say cops shoot the wrong person every day and y'all and when we say this is fucked up they shot this person all republicans and and the the defenders of these cops say is how hard it is to do that job and how difficult it is to shoot the right person in the line now you want to arm teachers who have less preparation than the police because it'd be so easy to stop a motherfucker with a fully automatic weapon shooting at a a crowd of people you just pull out your gun as a teacher pow pow you win and gonna have less protection than the police because they kill somebody ass is going to jail maybe we don't know but you know my point is mm-hmm. my point still stands it does which is that is it incredibly difficult or incredibly easy which is it y'all want to have a fucking shootout you got kids they want kids to wear blankets that yeah, are bulletproof in school they want kids to have bulletproof backpacks where's the shame of the lack of control in this country and, and I, I don't know what to say because i know people think the nra is i've heard conflicting things like the nra is super powerful or it's not that powerful i've heard it's the addiction we had to guns or not that many people have guns i think we do have an addiction to 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 wanting to be violent and people want the ability to be violent whether they own the gun or not correct and there's a lot of americans that don't even own guns that are pro second amendment rights and Mm -hmm. all that shit and whatever the voting populace is that needs to come out and be completely against guns to get it off they're not motivated enough and i don't know what will ever motivate them (sighs) anyway um let's do some fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys trying to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fuck with and we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us now fucking with me now racism is running rampant at one high school but when students took action they got yelled at and shamed students at pleasant grove high school in is is in uh wait which is in elk grove a suburb of sacramento found it uncomfortable that there were multiple incidents of a racist nature happening at their school so they took action according to fox 30 senior rachel francois said that she was walking home from class one day when a truckload of white guys rolled past her and screened out the n-word with a hard r i was pretty shocked what do i do my self-worth was a little bit ruined from that she said it kind of made me think like is this really who i am and what people think of me it really makes you feel different from everyone especially going to a predominantly white school she reacted by writing a letter to two fellow african-american students which she put in boxes of all the teachers instead of starting a conversation with faculty about protecting students at the school she got yelled at by the vice principal 
i do feel like we don't belong and we are not part of school she said ultimately the faculty agreed to help the letter was edited and improved according to superintendent christopher hoffman he admits there are problems at the school recently a video went viral videos went viral over the holiday break of students ranting about killing black people they wish would go down that's what prompted students to mobilize on social media while there were uh while they were out of classes those students were expelled according to francois those two these two incidents were a few of many um there was all these things happening such as nooses hung around trees a white kid ran into classrooms and said kill all the n-words um said the honor student with a 4.28 gpa uh after classes a white student who also was also seen urinating on a black student's car in the campus parking lot uh hoffman pledges that the district will take disciplinary action when necessary but the real goal is for these type of actions not to happen anymore francois said that she still doesn't exactly feel safe at the school no not all the time especially hearing that these incidents are occurring more and more and seeing these kids walking still walking around i don't feel completely safe she said it wasn't until the video went viral that the faculty did anything to change the school's culture she noted come on while many have been supportive of her efforts francois said one teacher publicly shamed her in front of the class calling her actions selfish hoffman agreed to look into that as well nothing happened a hundred fuck them yeah a lot of look into a lot of we'll we hope it doesn't happen nothing you're not gonna do a motherfucking thing Mm -hmm. that's a hundred um let's see what else um a black american artist is um printing t-shirts with racist comments he has heard in berlin on them Mm. Mm-hmm. um yeah racism happened all over the world that ain't it ain't american thing it ain't just a african thing that shit happens to all brown people across the country the words might not be the same but the sentiment is the same yes is um uh his name is isaiah lopez and uh he decided to go to germany and stuff and he says um lopez soon found himself drawn into even more disturbing conversations while buying groceries he was stopped and asked if he had drugs to sell uh this would also happen at parties art openings and bars berliners would proclaim i'm gay i can't be racist lopez was told he had no culture because he had he was a descendant of enslaved people in the u.s worse still someone tried to insist that calling him calling someone as nazi is as hurtful as using the n-word that's not the same germans are woefully ignorant when it comes to talking about anti-black racism they're not aware of various manifestations of racism and they're not aware of how race works as a construct they don't even like to talk about the word race lopez responded with art he took these conversations and put them on a series of white t-shirts with black lettering uh so i guess he was like you know what so you can see him and not misunderstand what the fuck he's talking about when life gives you n-words make n-word monade uh yeah he had you have no culture because you come from slaves is one of the shirts mm-hmm. um the shirts are not for sale i don't blame him but he has exhibited them as an installation that includes an exhibit at hamburg as part of an initiative called the week against racism um the project is ongoing with him inviting several other people of african descent to participate and he said i'm planning on phot- photographing black people in the uk italy and belgium cataloging their experiences with anti-black racism mm-hmm um that shit is real and like i said when you talk to people from other countries you'll you'll understand how racism white people are racist all across the world and and every country deals with racism Wait, black people are racist all I, mean, I mean white people are racist all across the world mm. um in my opinion not not and, and, and as a as a totality 
um it's individual people that are good out here working grinding yes but as as a name record label and crew yes um and i think that because i've talked to people and they would say like being an american in like other countries people will assume that they're prostitutes they're like walking down the street people will ask them for i'm not a prostitute i'm just here you know and just say ignorant and just dumb and insensitive shit yep a hundred a hundred a hundred california high school student in racist video when the police were killing all those black people i was so happy um oh you know what's funny this is one of the people from that school that is sacramento that the girl just said um she <laughs> that's funny huh um anyway i'm not even gonna read that one i'll count that as a previous uh <laughs> that's a previous 100 that, mm-hmm. that count that goes into the other 100 yeah. that just fold yeah, that into there 200 uh let's see minneapolis police remove a uh, justine diamond uh memorial created by white nationalists uh, she was the woman who was shot by the police the white woman that was shot by the police in minneapolis apparently uh police had to remove a memorial that a white nationalist group created to honor an australian woman killed by a somali officer last summer mayor-elect jacob frey said hey has no place in minneapolis over the weekend after white nationalist group reportedly left a memorial to her outside the city uh police station um yeah the we cannot allow any memorial or anything like that to be put up at that location um yeah that's why the group helped organize participants in the daily white nationalist rally at charlottesville as well um they also framed a picture of her candles and roses and signs that read united we stand <sighs> at this point they're really just trolling black lives matter and shit like that because mm-hmm. they don't really care that she got killed by the cops as mm-hmm. much as they would like to say no we support when a white person gets killed by the cops but we don't understand what these niggers get mad about when the cops shoot one of them right and the thing is when it comes to pain and black people uh are like hey it ain't right to kill us it also ain't right to kill these white folks either like black people be showing up when white people get shot in justice i mean get shot um with uh no repercussion to them also like it's happening to them also at a lot lower rate but it does happen to them and a lot of times you see black organizations coming out there walking and marching and all this stuff but when it's black lives matter you know what about these other groups that pop up and only arose just because of black lives matter the support is not reciprocated the other way yeah i just yeah it's just that's just trolling at that point right but anyway um a hundred for me Mm-hmm. oh yeah a 100 um let's see what else happening uh, uh let's move on let's go to another um uh, segment uh that's also terrible ah! filled with bad news um let's take out the trash guys all right um bring up that audio with the longest sound effect i know going i know so I guess earlier we just bagged it. Now we're taking it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> nah, it goes. Trying to make it work out here. Um, they don't even want to play it. It's so long. Here we go.
let's talk about this trash natalie portman says i very much regret signing roman polanski petition in an interview the actress also addressed the whitewashing controversy surrounding her upcoming film annihilation nine years after she signed a hollywood petition demanding the release of roman polanski polanski from swiss custody she says she regrets supporting a filmmaker who pleaded guilty to unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor in 1977 that was two years before i was born i'm 38 what 39 somewhere in there 39 okay what would be the point of bringing that up i tell you that's how many fucking years ago he did this bullshit and you mm-hmm. signed it nine which means you knew mm-hmm um <laughs> i very much regret it i take responsibility for not thinking about it enough because you didn't have to this well, is not 1977 this is not brand fucking new information what are we talking about here yeah what was the what did you need to think about you know like what was the point um she says um someone i respected gave it to me and i said i signed this will you too and i was i said i signed this will you too and i said i was i was like sure the petition not know what she was signing or something she knew what the fuck she was signing the petition made public in september 2009 demanded the immediate release of roman polanski after the rosemary baby filmmaker was detained days earlier in switzerland on a warrant for his underage sex case in the u.s which he fled before sentencing over a hundred figures in the film industry signed including heavyweights such as martin scorsese woody allen of course Wim with winders i don't know who that is tilda swinton and wong car Wai. portman who has become an outspoken representative of times up initiative since the fall and spoke at the 2018 los angeles women's march said she signed a petition out of mistaken sense of empathy it was a mistake the things the thing i feel like i gained from it's is empathy towards people who have made mistakes yeah because you know you're out here connected with a group that's about don't treat people bad don't and don't treat women bad equality and this goes this is like countered everything mm-hmm. and like i said they're holding people accountable so she was like well let me come out and speak <laughs> you know to try to clear my name <sighs> that's just so funny because like that's just so funny because that was never a time when that wasn't wrong correct i just can't imagine i just can't imagine i mean she'll be fine like i said no one gets canceled mm-hmm. i don't think anything will happen to her nobody gets canceled baby um so then also what about the white she also addressed the controversy of a whitewashing of her character in the upcoming film annihilation which bows friday the movie which is adapted from the first book of jeff vandermeer southern reach trilogy um cast portman and jennifer lee jason lee as characters that the second book in the trilogy revealed were asian and american indian heritage respectively oh i did not know that you know what man i i went from having some interest in this movie to like legitimately being like what's the fucking point correct why why they are like quistin these jobs from asian that's why the fuck that's why the fuck people bow out of some of this shit like Mm -hmm. a lot of black people and people of color are like y'all me too shit is fake as fuck right all this solidarity is for white women and that's it like it stops after white women y'all take people jobs y'all take roles y'all shouldn't take y'all fucking want these abusive white men to get out of jail and not face any consequences y'all think we going too hard when it's your friend like lena dunham like then y'all just think y'all come back like i made a mistake whoops and that's the end of it 
Mm-mm. right and and like i said I, I am glad that uh these movements are out here doing things and changing the world don't get me wrong but i don't support a lot of it like you're not gonna get my money and you're not gonna get my time because i know when it comes to my black ass you're gonna opt out when it's inconvenient for you like this is why can't nobody trust you you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh man this is that white feminism tm shit mm-hmm. um and it, and it stems all stems way back down to history and how feminism even got it got started hey come on brown people let's do it let's do it we'll give you well that's not how feminism got started though don't say that black black women were at the forefront of a lot of feminist movements in america so it wasn't even like we're doing something hey black women come on down it was black women was already doing that work correct and my point is is that when it came to white women black women and white women at some period of time started working together Mm mm-hmm then once it got to the point where you got your rights and we couldn't you right. left us that's my point yeah so john is true ain't our woman all over again like for sure i you know it's just a mis- big misconception is what i'm saying oh, and, and people say it a lot of times they say it that way of like white women invited black women to be a part of the movement and then they was like that's black not even how it happened that's yeah. how it's even more fucked up the way it did happen you know what i mean Come on. um at any rate um she said um when she found out about the casting or whatever um so i guess she didn't learn from uh sojo i mean Til- not sojo um Tilda, first scar joe yes also tilda swinton signed this petition for appointment i mean for um for roman polanski right tilda swinton also whitewashed a character last year you know mm-hmm. um in dr strange mm-hmm. or maybe it was two years ago anyway um she said when she found out it felt terrible this is the thing there's a bit very big problem representation in hollywood and i have very strong feelings about it there just needs to be more representation and i would hate to be part of that problem you are part of that problem right you could have turned down that role baby and you know what's wild is i like i fuck with portman on some shit because i she was the reason she's not in thor anymore is actually because patty jenkins was supposed to direct thor too mm-hmm. and they pulled it from patty jenkins at the last second patty jenkins ended up directing wonder woman so it worked out but still right. like that was a solidarity moment where you're like oh okay she was like don't put me in no more of these that was fucked up what you did to this woman director she would have been the first woman director uh i actually i don't know that she would have been the first because motherfuckers be trying to skip over um they be trying to skip over Lexi Alexander who did that Punisher movie, but oh, that, that was the gonna, best shit ever. But right, go ahead, right? Not gonna get into it. We to go see that in the movies. I was like right. flame emojis. They stay trying to skip over her, but I fuck with that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, it's just it was just super fucking whack that she would pull this like, um, look, man, I don't know what's I I I feel like it's a very big problem. Well, you part of the problem. Uh, I just think it's disgusting you know like then why didn't why didn't you just not take the role then at this point the film was based on the first book which does not mention race portman as and i think we live in a post hamilton world where we don't even need to think about what's authentic to their character like faithful to the character it should just be that everyone can empathize with everyone also going against a horrible history of overseeing white actors and underseeing other otherized people and minorities no no that's that we don't see we've been doing the we can make a character of color white thing forever what are you talking about this is not post hamilton this is pre hamilton this is black and brown people can't play these roles and white people can't play any role they want come on ask ask people to act 
there's a lot of people that perform in the arts and the theaters and shit like that and they will kill some of these roles they'll be like nah not you darky yeah man that's whack as hell man ah. oh natalie portman Mm-mm-mm. right r kelly got evicted that's that's even more my uh for those of you who watch the nerd off my agenda no thor no r kelly got evicted from his atlanta homes he owes more than 30k in court documents so i mean court documents say 30k that he owes so that's one way to get him out i guess uh, yes it is although i mean he'll probably just go somewhere else and set up shop and you know he will for uh you know to fuck on um girls that are you know under the age of 18 it seems is his thing so mm-hmm. um i saw memphis uh news said on twitter it's the remix of eviction that was funny but obviously the whole thing's kind of fucked up yes it is universal marketing team in chaos after multiple execs exit uh universal of course is a movie company yeah what what happened i mean executives don't jump off ship just because something happened they're getting ready to happen jeff shell and donna langley disclosed a full review of the studios studios marketing department uh one day after top execs jeff shell and donna langley fired one marketing executive for inappropriate conduct and placed oh yeah here grab it asses and placed the president of the department on leave sources say an investigation is still ongoing with further disciplinary action likely february 14th universal revealed that it fired seth byers executive vp creative strategy and research and put marketing chief josh goldstein on administrative leave in the wake of claims they both that both credible and indicative of an unacceptable climate sources also tell the hollywood reporter that in late november universal launched an investigation of another marketing division executive svp of creative advertising scott abraham he was terminated for alleged sexual misconduct abraham could not be reached for comment mm-hmm, yeah he's fucking up the reaction to his dismissal led to another wave of complaints about the environment in the marketing department uni launched a second investigation which led to buyer's dismissal and goldstein's leave or goldstein's leave investigators um have been brought in by nbc universal and parent company comcast goldstein will remain on leave while the inquiry continues but he could face further discipline uh yeah some people said that it was a madman atmosphere there i believe that i 100 percent believe that Mm-hmm. universal at least they clean the house i guess um i think it's open stay clean uh yeah of course because a lot of times it'd be clean temporarily then all of a sudden the dust come back in and you right back to square one again nicole eggert claims scott bale molested her as a minor these are not new claims i think we've even talked about on the show before mm-hmm. uh but scott bale was uh charles and charles's charge that, that show. okay yes and oh, um, she played like his younger sister on the show or some shit like mm-hmm. that and the whole thing is they didn't have parents and he was left in charge and he was you know underage she said that he molested her repeatedly when she was 14 until she was 17 then they had sex at like 17 or 18 um you know which you know he of course denies all the molestation shit and said that she lied on him and then he went on he got to go on fucking like good morning america and be like she lied and all this shit um and they said uh his wife tweeted that the charles's legal team had served her with uh 
i mean scott's legal team charles uh had served her with uh served nicole eggert with um cease and desist letter Mm -hmm. um so yeah he he's saying it didn't happen um and he said i don't know what else to put out there she's my best friend in the world then all of a sudden i'm the boogeyman the problem with almost all she said she said he said she said cases is that there he said she said now go prove it or disprove it the real problem with this is people with legitimate claims aren't taken seriously and that's too bad mm-hmm. her claim might be legitimate she's been saying this about? shit for years i don't know for what. a long time mm-hmm. uh let's see um this was just a wild thing that happened a while ago jill missick um is a woman who um she uh died by suicide Mm -hmm. um and she was basically caught in the middle of um harvey weinstein uh and rose mcgowan throwing allegations backwards back and forth Mm -hmm. at each other so her family wrote the hollywood reporter to kind of explain like how fucked up all this shit was around jill messick uh because she basically got caught up um it sound at least from the way i read it she got caught up between two sides arguing and getting more and more hyperbolic and she got caught up in a lie and because she while working in hollywood still was not a very public person right she was going through a lot of personal issues um she really did not have the time or the luxury to be caught up here in the public light in the scrutiny and i think a lot of times because of social media and stuff we think people crave that we think fame is its own reward and stuff everybody don't want that but she was really trying to put her life back together and got caught up in this um so uh what happened the long story short harvey weinstein uh of course was accused of sexually assaulting rose mcgowan okay um but at first it was um like uh he had been inappropriate to her he wanted her to get in the tub with him at a one of these like you know how he did all these women mm-hmm. and rose mcgowan told jill messick about that jill messick reported that to the brass at, at at the company they uh said we'll handle it they reached a settlement with rose mcgowan uh financially which was not disclosed how much or whatever to jill messick and she thought okay this is over right okay years later weinstein's been accused of all this stuff right well before the art the new york times and all this stuff came out with these pieces weinstein wrote jill messick to be like hey um can you basically write send me an email explaining exactly what happened back then because i just need people to kind of know the truth so she explained what she knew of it like what she knew you told rose mcgowan <laughs> said she got in the tub da, da, da. y'all settled it and that's the end of it like, that's all i know to, yeah people continue to work together that's it harvey weinstein who got this before the me too shit started he takes that letter holds on to it after the new york times shit comes out he puts the letter out to make it sound like jill Messick got my back she said nothing happened i wasn't raping nobody and jill Messick didn't say that no. right also during this time jill Messick is having some mental health issue health issues she has a breakdown i think she lost custody of her kids she had a divorce um and she was getting healthy and trying to find a job again right so it was hard for her to find a job because nobody wanted to hire her because he put up this fucking letter right she had probably been battling depression uh she had um 
you know like i said lost uh she's also a survivor she said she supported all the me too people um like she wasn't against any woman like she she believed them and shit like that um she yeah jill believed in the movement she supported every woman finally coming forward to share their dark truths and expose those who had committed previously unspeakable deeds she was loyal she was strong jill was many things she was not a liar so um rose mcgowan reportedly repeatedly spoke to the press striking out against jill because you know she felt like you're protecting harvey weinstein because of the timing of that letter coming out even though she wrote that letter far in advance back when she as a pro by the way a private email that she did not mean as a public repudiation or statement he basically took her private email and was like hey this what she really thinks and um like i said because jill's not really uh she she wasn't really a public person like that and she was dealing with all kinds of shit you know rose mcgowan was coming out saying slanderous statements about her um obviously harvey weinstein used her statement as if it was a some sort of a get out of jail free card right Mm -hmm. and so um with all that going on she ended up taking her life um correct and you know i saw people being like she are you they blaming rose mcgowan they blaming this and i'm like i don't think it's about blame necessarily Mm -hmm. but i do think that um she was um caught up in this shit and it was nothing it was like other people had other agendas and the truth just kind of became whatever people said it was at the time right you know and while i i do think the environment of me too and stuff matters i think also there is some nuance to it where um every like it does like like people can get caught up people's lives can get fucked up and all that shit i don't yes. saying that for men i'm not saying that for for women but like did some shit like this nobody knew what she was going through nobody reached right. out to her and nobody probably gave a fuck correct you know? y'all going back and forth you're taking somebody's name who is not in the line like putting them in the line like for fucking points you're doing it for points and when you see like what rose mcgowan acted like at that book signing and shit right it's like is she in the best place to be out here you know because it felt to me when i saw that her reaction like rose mcgowan will say fucking anything at any given moment she don't give a fuck and she think the world owes her everything and something terrible happened to her and everyone's complicit unless they're her you know and that jill um messick also had a life you know she had a bipolar disorder she suffered a manic episode five years ago she ended up losing everything uh family and friends um but she ended up coming back with the help of her family and friends and doctors she put her life back together she was in negotiation to get a production division for a new entertainment company and then her names are in the headlines again and again um and because of that it ended up fuck, you know it fucked up her ability to get the job again and all that stuff so it was just sad like that was a sad story of just someone caught in the middle of some shit and what what happens when not everybody's a pr person not everybody's gonna be able to grab a camera and be like let me clear my name and you know and and the way rose mcgowan reacted i don't think she would have accepted anything other than you meant to do this you are out to get me and i'm i don't think harvey weinstein is any level of person that i think would tell the truth and be like well yeah i used her 
um letter to try to exonerate myself knowing that she didn't send it for that reason that was private correspondence between us right and a lot of times when people go back and forth like like this on such a public platform people get hit with strays right stray bullets that may or may not have been meant for them and it's because people chose to believe harvey weinstein at, at the beginning and he's a notorious liar correct so why would anyone believe anything that came out of his mouth you know but they accepted oh yeah this woman's defending him because he says she is um i oh i thought it was 9 30 but it's actually 9 that our thing is with black astronauts so we gotta wrap up guys no problem. um sorry we can't uh go a little longer uh but we appreciate y'all and uh mm-hmm. premium people got balls deep in pregame today which is why i probably sound a little bit tired <laughs> um and uh of course uh we'll be back saturday uh with feedback um sword ratchet this time <laughs> uh a barrel man to face jury over samurai sword allegation a man accused of brandishing a samurai sword in town center street is expected to appear on trial russ owen johnson of argyle street barrow appeared at south cumbria magistrate's court in february on february 16th when he denied uh carrying a weapon in dalton road january 18th johnson 21 pleaded not guilty and elected to have his case heard by a jury white uh you either carried that shit or you didn't right come on white how, how do you get accused of having a sword you never had that's that's wild maybe he is black all right guys we'll ah! we'll talk to you later it's a short one appreciate you guys for listening and stuff uh thank you so much see you saturday yeah until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.